Happy Halloween, Danger Closers! With the reduced publishing schedule on which we are currently operating through the new year, we wanted to make sure you still have some new stuff to listen to as much as possible. Usually when we have to take a break for one reason or another, we drop an episode from our Patreon into the main feed to keep the party going. But as it's Halloween, we figured it would be a fun idea to throw in an episode from our sister podcast, Fright Pub. For those who don't know, it's a horror movie podcast that I co-host with my friends Shaggy and Lauren, where we pair alcoholic beverages with a different horror movie each week. As you might expect, sometimes we get a little sloppy, and often we get a little rowdy. But we handpicked this episode from this past April, not only because we're discussing a much more recent film that you've at least heard about if not seen, and it's a film that has a lot to offer even if you don't love the horror genre in general but also because it's a fair representation of what you might expect from our show if you're coming to it for the first time, without being too... Fright Puppy. Horror is hell. People mix drinks about it, and we love to talk about them. So come join a theater major, a theater major, and another theater major, as we welcome you to an intoxicating horror movie podcast. Hello, everyone. It's been a while since we've done one of my picks, but this was my choice for Shaggy's birthday, and I'm so excited for you all to hear this episode. Last Night in Soho is a 2021 psychological horror film written by Edgar Wright and Christy Wilson Karens. Directed by Edgar Wright and starring Thomasine McKenzie, Anya Taylor-Joy, and Diana Rigg, this movie has a powerhouse team behind it. So why didn't it do very well at the box office or get nominated for an Oscar? Join us now as we talk about those things and also tune in for, in my opinion, one of the best hot takes anyone has had on any of our episodes ever. Spoiler alert, it's from Liam. Welcome to Fright Pub. Welcome to Fright Pub! An intoxicated horror movie podcast! Happy Easter, motherfuckers! <laughs> I did it right, Leah! So I know that this is not the episode that is coming out at Easter. That already happened. Baby, but we are pretty recording. now, mama. <laughs> we are recording on Easter, and so I just wanted to acknowledge that and we also didn't have an easter episode we didn't have an easter episode this year because There's i only mean so many times you can nail jesus to a cross because mel gibson's fucking dragging his feet and making in making his next passion movie father but, and and that's the thing like i just wanted to acknowledge it because passion of the christ is our most downloaded episode <laughs> Because clickbait works, Because clickbait works. But anyway, we can't talk too much about it because we got to get right into this movie. Bang, bang, bang. Because we have a lot to talk I'm about, about and not a lot of time. Half of what I have to talk about is how ridiculously hot Anya Taylor-Joy is. Is it Anya or Anya? I think I, it's Anya. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't know. I mean. Anya. That's a it. Anya. Uh, Anya. Danny, oh my God, I got him. I fucking got him. Anya, Danny. Anya Daddy is is first cousin to Joe Mama. For sure, for sure. Yeah. But now I don't know if you're for real. No, on, I think it might you think be. It is really okay, Anya. So, uh, so first of all, uh, hi friends. We're talking about <laughs> last night in Soho, uh, starring uh, Thomasine McKenzie and Anya Taylor Joy. 
it's tough to nail down her accent if you hear her Thomasine? speaking. Yeah, Thomasine. Thomasine? Yeah, Thomasine McKenzie. Thoma, yeah. Thoma Chaka Khan? I, no. Thoma. Uh, Thomasine? Thoma, Thoma, Thomasine? Anya Taylor-Joy. Thomasine McKenzie <laughs> is from is from New Zealand. This is fun. This is like a little patter song. Thomasine? Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy. Thomasine? Uh, <laughs> Thomasine McKenzie is from New Zealand. Every Anya Taylor-Joy was like... I can't remember where she was born, but it's not America and it's not England, but she kind of like grew up in England and sounds like she's from America. Like she's, she's this, from New Zealand. Thomasine McKenzie. Tom, Tom, right. But Tom, now, yeah, I'm talking, about, now we're talking, I'm talking about, about Anya Taylor joy. So like, I look at the name and I want to say Anya. Yeah. Yeah. But know. I think every time I think I hear her say it, it's Anya. I know Edgar Wright says Anya. Anya Taylor joy was born in Miami, Florida. Okay. Where where did she grow up? Because she's, she has citizenship in the UK. In the and UK, the oh. and I think she's also like has lived in other places. And she just turned twenty six today. It is Anya. If you ever hear this, you are more than welcome to come down here and demand a drink from me that I will make for you, and then be like, "Why'd you miss my goddamn birthday, Shagai?" Or however you sound. That's not how she sounds in real She's life. She's from Miami, but also citizenship. She probably sounds like Austin Powers, the spy that wrestles gators. She sounds like everywhere. Like, she sounds like she's from everywhere. She yeah. sounds like everywhere. Yes. I am everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I am in all things. I'm on you. I'm on you all. Anya. Anya. Who can <laughs> say where the day goes? I, that's where I went, too. Only Anya. So we have Anya, Anya, and Anya. Woof. All right. Anyway, this movie. This is my pick. I chose this, this was, one. This was Lauren's pick for Shaggy's birthday this? weekend this? that this was, she yeah, skipped. That I I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> she did it on um, purpose. I don't want to talk got, about it. Okay. This is the one that I picked. It was not even on the list when I thought of it. I mean, it's fairly new. It came out last year. Yeah, we just um, hadn't added that one to the list. We hadn't added yet. it yet. And mm. so... Um, so yeah. all you guys that wanted to be on the Last Night in Soho episode. Get wrecked. But never got the chance. Sorry. <laughs> Just pound salt, people. <laughs> but Sorry. I wanted to be on it because it had the ninth doctor. Just bullshit. Yeah, so I guess the reason I, the reason I wanted to do this canceled. one was I wanted I wanted something new. So it was I was waffling between this one and um was it last not is it last train? No, I'm not no train to Busan. I was because I wanted something fairly new, and then I read the descriptions of both of them, and I was just like, "This one would probably be really good to watch." High, it's Edgar Wright. (laughs) Lots of colors. Lots of colors. Lots of like trippy shit happening. Um, and it was. It was good. It was. No, it was. Uh, so yeah. It's also good to watch straight. I'm very excited to talk about it. Great. Yeah, you're not straight. No, I mean, like the old Cheech and Chong. Oh, smoke. sorry. Don't, don't go straight to see this movie. Got it. Ah, uh, yes. Got it. Fair enough. So you're not straight. Let's movies. hear it for Terrence Stamp. Right? Oh, man. Come Every out. time he showed up, I was just waiting for, for him to bust out a Neil Before Zod. Let's go. Let's do it. Neil Before Zod. Or Neil Before Zod. Just show up in drag. 
Yeah. Priscilla. Like, because that's it. Terrence Stamp is just like, I it's was with. Plum, kneel before Zod. What's weird is that, like, he and there's a whole bunch of other actors in this movie that are, like, fantastically famous from, like, that era of time, like Diana Rigg and Terrence Stamp and uh, uh, Thomasine McKenzie's mom, who was Grandma. played by Grandma, who's played. All those actors are actually really famous 1960s. The reason why I brought up, like, everybody being in the 60s is the reason why everybody knows Terrence Stamp is that he was Zod and the Chris. Christopher Reeves Superman 2 or 3 1 and 2 1 and 2 uh, General Zod he, we see them if I remember correctly somebody correct me if I'm wrong because it's been forever since I've watched them but I think we see them get banished in the first one but then they come back in the second one like it opens with their banishment and then right. they come back in the second so he's in both as yes. Zod and then Terrence Stamp and Hugo Weaving and Guy Pierce appear in Priscilla Queen of the Desert for those of those that don't know Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, hit me up. Um, I can watch that movie anytime. I am willing to bet that the brunt of our listenership is well versed in the ways of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Are you kidding? <laughs> I am not even. Jo- I'm not even closing to jo- close to joking with you. Our 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 listenership is. Uh, I don't think that's the case. No, I think we got some hardcore Priscilla fans. Yeah, I think so. All right. I think our I think our audience and obviously from just the what we talk about on this podcast and like how we are, I think they're into some fabulous shit. Oh yeah. Fabulous like shit. Like Fright Pub, Priscilla man. Queen of the Desert, like just absolutely the most fabulous shit. Our listenership is, is that's what they demand. Juice. So this movie, almost like all other horror movies, um, did okay. But the problem is that it came out in 2021. Yes. So the budget was $43 million. Wow. And did not make that back. It is one of the very few horror movies that, well, one of the known horror movies that didn't at least make back what it put in. Because nine times out of ten, horror movies make back what it puts in. It's very rare. I got a thing for that. Did any has anybody been tracking this movie for a while and waiting for it to come out? It did make $23 million. I'm sorry. I just wanted to finish that. But sure. no, yeah, I haven't seen it. No. So I saw the trailer. Like, I heard about oh, it. Oh, yeah. You're why I wanted to see this movie. So I heard about it, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, this looks fucking great. I can't wait to see it. Edgar Wright doing a horror movie. Enya Taylor-Joy. Right. Thomasine McKenzie. It's it's like, it looks like if Midnight in Paris were a horror movie for reasons other than Woody Allen's involvement. Uh, uh, it looks great. Uh, and so I was really excited. That was the teaser trailer. The when it was when it came out in theaters, all the trailers that I were seeing of it took out all of the horror elements. Oh, interesting. And they were just talking up the like magical transportation back to the sixties. And I remember I posted on Facebook, and I, I I'll have to go through like dig through the annals to find it. Uh, the annals. You stop annals. That. That's a- awful. Digging through the annals. Don't annuals. do that. Annuals. On annuals. 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 Got it. My heart will go on. No. <laughs> Take that. Back. <laughs> I know that wasn't Enya, but there was a lot of Enya music in Titanic or that ilk. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it sail away? Yeah. Sail away. <laughs> sail away. Sail away. <laughs> That's all they needed to do. That they wouldn't have a movie. They wouldn't have an accident. It'd be fine. If they were just sailing, man. Uh, Um, Sailboats don't sink. But I was wondering about that because yeah. So yeah. But I posted on Facebook. I was like, wait a minute. Did 
this is supposed to be a horror movie, right? They're talking about it being a fa- like a, a fantastical fairy tale and magic and time travel. And I'm just right. like... Well, the time travel's there. Well, yeah. So, like, no. It, yeah. It was all there. But it looked like... Do you remember when somebody was, like, in the early days of the internet when people were, like, recutting Sleepless in Seattle to look like a horror movie? <laughs> yes. Or, and, and, uh, and they did Shining. Like, <laughs> Climbing up on Salisbury Hill. Yeah, it was like they turned The Shining into a, into a like... Feel good family into a movie. feel good family like dad reconnecting with his son who he doesn't know that well shining. on their family trip and then they just called it shining like it was grab things I've come to take you home yeah exactly uh, it looked like boy. that had happened to this movie and I was like but that's a real trailer <laughs> what is going on so I wonder if they fucked themselves a little bit with yeah. the marketing for it I wonder where it was like hey this is. It, it, they they probably just didn't know what to do with it for multiple reasons. One, uh, still in the throes of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, just starting to come out. People are starting to come back to the movies. Um, and maybe they were trying to cast a wider net than just the horror audience. Maybe. But it was too horrific for a non-horror audience and was not horror enough in its marketing for a horror audience. Right. So by trying to appeal to like everybody, everybody was just kind of like, uh, no. And that's what I love about Edgar Wright movies. Yes. Because they're not just like the horror movies are not just horror movies. Mm. They're either like they're like this one, which is like an amazing drama or they're like Shaun of the Dead, where it's like a hilarious a hilarious Satire. funny movie well and then you have Hot yeah. Fuzz which is part slasher flick part buddy cop movie right World's End part oh World's End is one of my all time favorite movies that's yes, the only one of his that I haven't seen it's one of my all time it's favorite. about me I know I it don't, is it, I've I, seen the trailers for I've that one been, I've been I've stopped myself from adding that movie so many times it's one of my all time favorite movies I mean, it's an alien film it is I I might just add it. It's, just it's one it. of my. I might just add it fuck and just it. be like, I did it. The I'm other sorry. two in the trilogy are on there. Yeah, the Coronetto well. trilogy. Might like, as it's, well. all right, all right. I'm gonna do so, it. So, look, I'm we... sober and I'm saying I'm gonna do it, Ugh. and you all are letting me do it. All right. Yeah, so when no. it comes up, don't be like, Lauren, what the fuck? I'll always <laughs> let you do it if you're sober. Okay, I'm sober. I always <laughs> let you do it if you're drunk. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the. All right, so. We've got some surface level shit. Let's talk about what we're drinking before we get yes, any further. Yes, yes. Okay. So shit's amazing. I didn't bring shit because I knew you had it in the pocket. <laughs> I knew you had it in the goddamn pocket. So uh, th- we're drinking. Uh, I made vespers. All I need uh, is a vespa to get me out of these streets. No, not a vespa. A vesper. Oh, what's the difference? One is a mode of transportation. And, and then how do you make drink? this? So this one. Uh, has no machine parts. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so this is I I, I got the lowdown from uh, from Denise down at Lawrenceville Distilling. Hi, Denise. And uh, I miss you. Yeah, I was down there and I was like, "What do you think?" I I hadn't watched the movie yet, and I was like, "What do you think we should do for this one?" And she was just like, "Oh, Vespers, absolutely Vespers." Uh, so this is their Ghost Bomber Gin and their Parking Chair Vodka. With some Lillet. Is that how you say it? I think. It's French. Lillet Blanc, yeah. It's not Lillet Lillet Blanc. Not Lillet Blanc. Lillet Blanc. I got the old Lillet Blanc in there. and uh, My name is Lillet. Lillet Blanc. Yeah. And it is not too bad. It's way better than a martini for me. 
Like, I'm not a huge martini person, and this looks like a martini, but doesn't taste like a martini exactly. Well, it's it's the James Bond it's, martini, It's right? the James Bond drink before he switched to vodka martini shaken, not stirred in the films. But in the original book, Casino Royale, that's where Ian Fleming created this drink and named it the Vesper after Vesper Lind, the character, uh, the, the Bond girl from the first book before Bond girls were a thing. Before Bond girls were there, it was before like it was it was like the the idea the concept of the Bond girl came from the movies, but this was in the in Casino Royale the book by Ian Fleming. Oh, and there were no Bond girls in the books. There, it wasn't an established part of the cultural thing, you know. So they were there, but we didn't take. They were there, but we didn't call them Bond girls. They just called them girls. Vesper Lind. Vesper Lind. (laughs) That's what her name was. Okay. They didn't have names like Christmas so that you could quip about Christmas coming more than once a year. And did we say what was in it? Oh, yeah. And then it's a, a lemon peel. A lemon peel. A lemon peel. Delicious. It is delicious. Delicious. It's the most delicious. Uh, yeah. And it is fantastic. And I'm having that because I didn't prepare. Cheers. <laughs> So I was also actually going to do a Vesper, but luckily um, we have a fully stocked bar and I did some last minute research because there was so much to choose from in this movie. So, it's so true. I didn't want to not have something. Um, Chaggy. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I have something that you don't have. But a uh- good attitude. <laughs> I bring it with me every time. Bring it with me every time. Something that really stuck out to me in the movie was that blue drink that they got at the club with the eyeball. At the Halloween party. Mm -hmm, When they were dressed as The Craft. Fuck yes. I'm glad you caught that. Let's go. I didn't. My wife did. No. No. Well, I've still never seen The Craft. I have not seen (gasps) The Craft either. Because you're a bad friend. But. Yeah, why didn't you pick that? Oh, you picked the hunt instead. What I the did. Fuck? I got confused. It said the in the title. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's funny because like uh, we're watching the movie and it like they walk in and then it cuts over to the the foursome of like horrible girls uh, and Tina just goes, "Oh, a fucking course." <laughs> right? I was like, "What?" She's like, "They're the fucking craft." And I was nice. like, okay, yeah, no, that tracks. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. From, yes. Even from my limited knowledge of the craft, right? that still tracks. So I um, looked up really quickly, uh, tried to find something based on what we have in our bar, and I found the Ghoul's Blood Cocktail. But uh, this one doesn't have a roofie in it. No. No. <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> that was a hell of a side eye to Liam. <laughs> no. Question mark? <laughs> I, or was that because we don't know if Jocasta roofied them? We definitely got that vibe, but then it was like, no, I don't know. Like, when she handed it, she was like, yeah, drink this. There was like some weird vibage there. She did right. The roofies. Do we think it was a roofie, though? I don't know if it was a roofie. I mean, maybe, I, if anything, it would have been like X or something. It's or highly like, unclear whether or not she was drugged or she just had the giant flashback in a nightclub just like Ann, Ann Taylor. Anya. Anya. You can call her Sandy in this. Sandy. Sandy just kept like meeting Johns in that nightclub. So like maybe it was just like a super big Was it the, the same past. nightclub? 
I mean, there's no telling. Probably, maybe, possibly. Mm. I mean, everywhere else she went was something that used to right. be something Right, I else. guess I just assumed it was. But anyway, so this has uh, white rum, blue curacao, and pineapple juice. That's all it is. But it's good. So this movie. Let's talk about, about it. I mean, we've talked about a lot already. Yes. So. But I'm just bringing us back home. Yes, in let's there. go back. Uh, in there like swimwear. So much time. So, <laughs> like many of Edgar Wright's films... Especially Hot Fuzz. And even in, even in some respects, Shaun of the Dead and the like. Uh, very derivative, but not in a bad way. Uh-huh. Just the, very aware of its own influences. The good kind of derivative. And pays a lot of homage. Stop it. To just, things. Just say homage. It pays... Homage. 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 Yeah, that was kind of an issue I had in this movie where it was like there some of the stuff it was like, okay, no, we got it. Like we know you don't have to flash back to that. Like we give us a little more credit. There were a couple of times that that happened. Um, but I mean like so Shaggy, yes. <laughs> what does what does Thomasine McKenzie have? An accent? No. A job? The mustache. She's got the mustache. She's got the Donald Sutherland mustache. Oh, yeah. Thomasine shows up and we see her mustache in the very first shot in the very first shot. She's like talking to her mom in the mirror and then her mom's not there. It's like, got it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. is the mom the medium? No, she's not. If you don't have a medium, like if you don't have a, 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 a go between, like your own personal spiritual contact and familiar, then therefore you're not a witch, you're Donald Sutherland. You're Donald Sutherland. You've got and the mustache. And don't look now. You've got mm. the Donald Sutherland mustache. She's got the mustache. So, she has on the On the inside. She's got the mustache on, on the, the inside. On the inside. So, the problem is, is that, like, if you aren't riding the mustache, then the mustache is riding you. And that is nonstop what the problem with the mustache has always been. It happens with Donald Sutherland. It happens to this lady. It happens. Eloise. Eloise. It happens to the boy in The Shining. You've got to get on top of that mustache. That's right. Yeah. Life lessons with Shaggy. Ride the mustache or the mustache rides you. Uh, You show that mustache. He's boss. But, so, influenced very much by Don't Look Now, yeah? Oh, my fucking God. Because. Yeah, he actually said Because his problem, Donald Sutherland's problem uh, and Thomasine McKenzie, uh, they both share the flaw of they misinterpret what they've seen hmm. through the power of the mustache. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He thinks that he sees his wife back in town when really it's flashing forward yes. to his wife's... To be- his own funeral. To his funeral. Mm-hmm. And she, spoiler alert, thinks she sees Sandy being stabbed and murdered. Right. But what she's actually seeing is Sandy stabbing and murdering. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, she does kill Doctor Who. That is a shame. Well, he is a terrible, terrible person in this movie. He is. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, so he is I've in been, general. The doctor deserves death. She, you know, and what, what's that, the actor's name again? What's, what's his, I don't know. Matt Smith, I think you're close. If that's not if that's not actually it, I think I'm right. It's like something just that. I'm fairly positive. It's it just is Matt Smith. Straight Matt up Smith. Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, I wanted to say Joe Smith, but like uh, I couldn't remember. But yeah, Matt Smith. Uh, according to Anya Taylor Joy, 
the nicest fucking person. Oh, in the good. World. That's good. That's good. Uh, she was like, "He is great, and it's good that he is because we had to do some horrible shit together <laughs> for this movie." She was like, "He was like absolutely perfect through the whole thing." Speaking of perfect, let's talk about Diana Rigg. Oh, She's fucking perfect! This was her last movie, and it was her last. Tell Cersei it was me. I, I want her to know. Moment. Yeah. Like that that whole what a great role that to whole go out on yeah reveal I thought you guys were going to start when you said speaking of perfect I thought you were going to talk about John played by Michael Ajeo <laughs> Thomasine's boyfriend <laughs> speaking of perfect like, the hey, nicest man I'm in not, cinema I don't, I don't he was pretty great too I'm not going to be presumptuous I'm going to let you take your time I'll take this at your I pace I am so fucking sorry I, mean, I drank your Coca Cola like like, like <laughs> the nicest dude in the world. Who then shows up and is like, oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. I've been stabbed. And oh, like, no. Like, seriously. I felt so bad for him. Can we get a needle drop of nice guys finish last or something? I don't when know. When you like, run out of gas. Well, don't bite yourself on the back of my bed. There we go. We don't need it. Yeah, we don't See? need it. We just got shaggy. That's what all. But he made it out. They made it out. Yep. That's all good. He's there with Granny. Granny. Yeah. Granny mustache? Granny mustache? mustache? Does Granny have the mustache? Well, Granny understands the mustache. She's like the mustache whisperer. I bet she is. The, but she's Back a, in the day. Look, she's a fox. So let's you can tell she that. was a fox. Let's talk about that a about little bit. About how much of a fox she was? I knew no. you felt it. Let's go, Lauren. The use of mental health issues versus... The mustache. The mustache, yeah. yeah. Basically, so, so do we think that... Because holy cow, like the mustache could totally cause you to want to kill yourself. Oh yes. yeah. So do we? Is that's what her mom had as well? W- unclear. We right. we don't know. All we know is that it it was too much for her. Right. Too much. And for her. whatever think- it was, it being London, I guess. London's a lot. London's a lot. Who said that? I forget. Like, Uh, everybody in this fucking movie says London's a lot, and that's, like, their reason for everything. I bet London's a lot. And and I'm kind of inclined to think, yes, that's the reason, because of the fact that um, Ellie can see... Like, like there is still some sort of relationship between her and her mom. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's almost like... Her mom, and, and maybe I'm just totally making this shit up, but it's kind of like her mom went away but knew that she would still be able to be in communication. Is it the mom from the past looking ahead to the future? Oh, Is it mustache no. on mustache? Oh, gosh. No. I Double don't, mustache. I don't think I can. Put the my mustache brain can on a mustache? That. Double mustache. Where she's looking at her daughter in the future, looking back at the mom? No. Oh, no, I don't that think would I be sick, though. That would be sick. But it's not just that would be mustacheception. Yeah, <laughs> mustache. It's just mustaches all the way down. <laughs> it's just I'm gonna save you some time. It's mustaches all the way down. Because I will be like, because I feel like that's kind of where the movie set you up at the beginning to think and be like, oh, Ellie's just Ellie's just got mental issues. Yeah. Um. But then it's it, it. I mean, it turned out to be legit. And well, I mean, both things could be true. That's true. Both she could be nuts and have the mustache. Yeah, I mean, and that's Shaggy. Does she have crazy eye? No, she doesn't. She does not have crazy. She eye. She doesn't have crazy eye, and it's disappointing. 
Well, no, I mean. So I got okay. So then this she's is, not crazy, right? This is, I mean, oof. So I, you ever look at somebody in the eyes and you just kind of understand immediately, like they're bonkers. Like there's there's something going on. You're nuts. Like you're normal. You're a normal person. You act normal. Everything's fine. But I can tell. There's a lot happening behind those eyes. There's a lot happening. There's a lot upstairs, man. Right. There's a yeah, lot absolutely. on the top floor. Right. That's a hundred percent. Like your your eyes are just your eyes are a keyhole. Mm. There's there's some shit going on, and I'm peeking through uh, them. Like I need to, <laughs> I need to stop looking at you. Um, because, <laughs> why don't you blink? <laughs> like and there's no time. And like every once in a while, I'll meet people like that, and like they're not. I can usually tell because when they got it's a certain specific type of crazy when they got the crazy eye, and I don't mean the stink eye. Where someone's like, Burr! no, that's what I have. But only when you look at me. <laughs> but the <laughs> what I'm saying is that like there's a certain type of crazy where they have the crazy eye where they seem completely normal, but you can tell. And she didn't have that type of crazy. I don't know. So she's okay. legit. I mean, usually the the your your crazy speaking through your eyes happens in high functioning crazy, like high functioning successful crazy. You can usually tell. Yeah, but I I think that that's the thing. I think that they were trying to set us. I think that it was trying to set us up that like, is this is what's happening? Really, a look into the past, or is mm. she just bonkers? Yeah, is right. she just losing it? Is she just following the same trajectory that her mom did? But then, as a result of that, I think at the end, when you realize that all this actually happened and she really was able to see, then it's like, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Like, her mom was probably misunderstood, too. Right. And uh, Mustache got on top of her. She couldn't hang. <laughs> yes. Eloise got on top of that mustache. No, no. She did by the end. By yeah. the end, she That's learned. What, this was the journey to get on top of the mustache. She learned how to ride the mustache by the end of it. Yes. But in the beginning, the mustache was all over and she couldn't control it. It's, it has to happen in, in spits and, and, and starts and like it always ended bad too because every time it was just like, by, by the middle, you're just like, oh my God, she's being going to be ripped apart by ghost Johns. Like, By the way, <laughs> who's ready for my hot take? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I want to talk because I want to talk about the ghost Johns too. I loved that. Element. So do I. Go ahead. I need you guys to go back on a journey with me. When we talked in depth about how much we'd love to see repulsion not directed by Roman Polanski. Oh my God. Uh-huh. This is it. This is 100% repulsion, not direct. Like mm. arms coming out of the floors and the walls. You're right. Oh my God. Oh my God! You're right. This is fucking repulsion it's without a, the Polanski. It's a and direct, it's wonderful. It's it, really good, right? It's honestly this is so, Edgar Wright's repulsion. So we're brilliant and we're correct. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, but I mean, like, and good job, Edgar th- Wright. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you think about it, it's like girl. Mm-hmm. Who is in London? Who is new in town? Does not belong here, and is getting catcalled and hit up by like all the dudes. Down to her. Down to her. Like I thought. Um, interesting. Interestingly, revulsion of men. Like she was down to that. Like particular. Yeah. She. I felt like she was very skeptical of any man. I mean, and granted, like. <laughs> 
you know, that cab, that Lyft driver was coming on strong. But at the same time, it's like there was definitely like there was definitely. Oh, yeah. Fuck an that. Unease, right. But there was definitely an unease about her. You could be when a it model. came to men. Um, so sure. even down to that with the repulsion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing. That's so and like, cool. That's I mean, that so dude cool. like was he was normal, crazy, creepy. Until he was like, you might have just found your first stalker, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. So, like, even in the world of, like, eh, you're kind of being a dickhead. Like, there are lines. Yeah. And there are levels. And there are layers. He just peeled back, like, at least one layer too far back on that onion. Yeah. That's, wow, that's Cabbies so good. are like onions. <laughs> that's so good. Um, I loved, I loved the faceless faceless johns Jones. i thought that that was, was so again, cool repulsion and That's i yeah. thought the faceless that johns that come in yeah. right and i thought that it was a really great way to kind of depict like white men as the villain you know i just thought that it was really cool like i like almost white men as the got villain. upset when they were portrayed as the victims yes me too but then she I was started like to get really mad nope. yeah yeah she was like nope not saving you, not killing her. You're, de- I, you deserve to die, and I'm glad you're dead. Yeah, I like, was getting really mad. Chris had to like, yeah, he was like, hold on, <laughs> wait for it, wait for it. But yeah, this is so. If you take Repulsion by Roman Polanski and mix it with Midnight in Paris from Woody mm-hmm. Allen, is like Edgar Wright just going back in time to like fix wrongs, like cinematic wrongs? That's like, hey, this was a great movie, but I can never watch it again. So I'm yes! gonna make gonna I'm gonna make a version that we can still watch. I'm gonna be your unproblematic director that makes movies that I you s- already like, <laughs> but I make them not not a bad thing to watch. I saved Midnight in Paris and repulsion in one movie you're welcome <laughs> toast let's toast to edgar wright, to edgar edgar wright. wright. Cheers. let's really hope Cheers. this episode Cheers. ages well absolutely yes. say so, yeah Cheers. edgar wright don't let us down brother come don't on don't do the thing you gotta be the straight and narrow here because <laughs> don't fuck it up edgar wright i know i mean he came close enough with doing a movie that had kevin spacey and fucking ansel elcord in it all so right. he was just like all right i've learned my lesson no more of those guys no more of those guys um, Although I think all of those allegations came out after Baby Driver, but which is why Baby Driver didn't do well. So do mm. we want to talk about the twists? What a twist! What yeah, a twist. sure. There's a couple. What a twist! There's a couple Shyamalan. I called some of them. Good job. Did you? I did. The, so I first, found that this movie had just enough that you're not going to call all of them. I did not call Ooh, all of them. Okay, first twist chronologically. What was it? Uh, first twist was. What a twist. Uh, that's Lindsay. <laughs> I called that one. That's the one I called. That's yeah. Lindsay. That's not Jack. That's, that's Lindsay. Lindsay. Terrence Stamp is actually the cop that's trying to save people. I yes. called. That's the one I called. I called that. That she. I knew that she was going to think he was Jack. Well, yeah. But Didn't that, call it. But that it was actually the guy in the bar who was trying when to. When did her. you call it? When when, when I he saw he was already downstairs, or when you saw the cop the first time. I called it when you mean the cop in the bar when he's talking to when her. When he's talking to Sandy, is that when you said that's, that's when I Terrence called it? Stamp? I was like, that's the that's the guy. Yeah. Okay. That's I when didn't I call it, it then. I called it about the time that you were supposed to call it, like when he's there and he says, uh, "I thought she was too good for it." 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. actually a callback to that cop's line. Uh huh. I think that's when Chris realized that's that I was right. That's when I got it. But. I didn't get it till they told me. Till they literally said, "That's Lindsay," and then they went back, <laughs> and it was just like, "Oh, he's a good-looking cop." And I was like, "God damn!" Who they, was uh uh? So they people who Priscilla. who watch uh, the Hunger Games movies, he plays yeah. Fennec. You mean the okay. cop? But I know him from Enola Holmes as the guy who plays Mycroft. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Cool. He played the cop. He was young Lindsay. That's Lindsay. Who's young? What's the name of him? Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he plays uh, Mycroft Holmes in the Enola Holmes film. Mycroft Holmes. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Not Sam Claflin, is it? Yes. Sam Claflin. Yes. Fair enough. That's the one. It was great. Wow. All right, cool. Moving on. So next twist was she's actually killing the Johns. Yeah, she well, no, what is that the next twist is Sandy wasn't the one being killed. Oh. She killed Jack. Right. Right. It's the it's and then so that's its own reveal. Right. Right. Then you get the the uh, the arsenic and old lace. Yeah. Oh yes, dear. That's what we did with the others. Others. Well, because more than I, one others. Like that's the. I got it in different pieces though. As soon as she's running after Sandy in her weird dream, and the ghost Johns are pulling at her, that's when I was like, Sandy killed all those motherfuckers. Oh, oh I didn't get that. I didn't either. I got it right then. Very I didn't cool. get that. I got so. Very cool, when, Shaggy. <laughs> very cool shag yeah thank you jesus jesus uh jesus <laughs> the uh you gotta happy say easter happy easter dry she- january <laughs> jesus is just- risen the- <laughs> so uh That's too much but yeah so she's chasing her down the the alley being pursued by faceless ghost johns uh Sandy turns around and pushes her over. Okay. And then, like, what happens then? Like, she wakes up and she's in the rain, but it's really where she is in the rain. And the, like, there's a lot of shifty shifties going right. on here. <laughs> shifty shifties. Shifty shifties. The Bo Burnham segues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. We're here now. <laughs> um,. But yeah, so like there's the the separate reveal of uh, she didn't die. She killed Jack in self-defense. Right. Right. I didn't get that. I didn't get I didn't get that, but I was happy to see it. Yes. Yes. Uh, Then we find out that Sandy cracked and just killed all of those motherfuckers. Right. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Remember what she said before that, like. You have to open the windows in the summer or the smells come up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all those bodies are still fucking in there. Yeah, they, I mean, they're still old. Like, they, they've they've long since decomposed, but I wonder how long... 50 years. I wonder how long that smell's going to hang around. I mean, long time. At least wow. now she's got that garlic from the bistro next door. I mean, the goo right. is in the floors. That's baked in there. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's baked in. It's baked okay, in. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The smells. So I, but she made it sound like it was from the restaurant. She right? made it smell yeah. like it was a from the restaurant and b from the plumbing, just like London okay. sewers. Oh, okay. I because I definitely was like, I definitely got the impression that it was from the restaurant. Okay. 
Interesting. Uh, so, but did, yeah, so did you guys get those reveals at all? No, I did not. Right. Uh, so I now got, I feel so dumb because I didn't get that Slensei. I didn't get that at all. But oh, I did yeah. get way ahead of time as she was killing all those. Yeah, people. that was Great. way ahead. Uh, and then it would tell Sassy it was tell me. Tell Cersei. I wanted to know it was, it was me. me. <laughs> did you guys get that? Did you get it with Cersei? I didn't. I well, no. I got it when I was supposed to. When they like. When you're, you have that, because a lot of these movies are like, they're sort of set up and orchestrated to give you the aha moment right. before they tell you. It's like the wind up and the pitch. Right. Yeah, I think I got that. I think I also got that. Like I, right when, I like, tend to get things on the wind up. Yes, I think I got that one a little early as well. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, okay, so I think that's good. Let's, let's get a census on that shit. That's good directing, right? Yes. That's yeah. great. That is him playing his audience and the audience reacting when he wants them to. Right. But also gives, like, for a horror movie, that's, oh, shit, the killer's in the room and you know. But you're going to know in two, one, now. Yeah. And then, like, so you knew three seconds before everybody else knew. What but it, was weird okay. was I got the... It, so I got that she poisoned the tea. Okay. Ooh. Before I got that she was Sandy. Oh, and interesting. I don't know how the fuck I pulled that one. <laughs> okay, interesting. So I will say I got it Why a little is she bit. Poisoning her renter. Chris You're not and I, bad business. Chris and I kind of got it together with each other's help because yeah, he, he. So he noticed the record. Too. He noticed the record. At least happened twice. It, like when you when she walked into the the record that was playing, yes, was the woman singing at the very beginning. Oh, and he mentioned that, and I was like, oh, that's of Sandy. course he'd get the fucking music. Clip. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so and so I was like, oh, that's God Sandy. Damn, he's so clever. that with his help, <clears throat> we like we we got it around then. I mean, and it's you know, kudos to them because you look at Diana Rigg. And you don't immediately think old Anya Taylor-Joy. Correct. But it's just yeah. close enough that you can kind of get it. Yeah. I'm Because those are some wide-apart fucking eyes Anya Taylor-Joy has. Mm-hmm. And they're delightful. And I could look into them from 10 feet away She's very hours. different looking. Yes. It, it is hard to... It She's would be hard, got, I think, to find an yeah. older version of her. You yeah. know what I mean? The Innsmouth look. <clears throat> the what? It was... We were talking about it because I was like, I could see... I loved look? I loved Anya Taylor Taylor Joy. I think she did a great job. But I was like, it also she kind of reminded me of Emma Stone. And Chris was like, oh, they're kind of similar in that weird, different way. Like they don't really look. They, they're they're like different looking in a similar way. I'm pulling up Emma Stone right now. If Emma Stone also has the Ensmith look, I'm gonna start freaking out a little bit. What is the Ensmith look? So have you ever read H.P. Uh, Lovecraft? No. So H.P. Lovecraft <clears throat> says that there's this... Spoiler alert, Emma, Emma Stone doesn't have it. She doesn't. You're right. So H.P. Uh, Lovecraft writes this... Um, I forget the fucking title of the goddamn story. Either way, it's me, your boy, H.P., kicking it live with the fish people. Ensmith uh, is basically this town in Maine where all of his shit happens, where he like goes down and like starts to research what's going on there and more and more he's seeing people that have the quote unquote Innsmouth look hmm. where they look vaguely fish like and their eyes are a little too far apart yeah right and they look at you with this these dead oh, eyes oh yeah 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 and then slowly but surely like fish people start coming out of the water to get them and then by the end of the book 
he's realized that he has family from there and that he actually is a descendant of the people that come from there and the sea is calling to him into deep riley yeah yeah like he starts <laughs> like he starts to go down to the fish so yeah no i'm just saying like oh okay yeah no it's not that look but there's there's I mean, something god, about god damn she i, I would <laughs> yeah join no those, it's not that but uh i would join those fish people but would, it's it, i don't down? know i don't if, but it reminded like, me of something joy it. yeah i would like sign me up sign me up for the mermaids yeah Let's go. Call me to my watery death. Right? Like, she's beautiful in a very weird way, though. Yes. But not only that, like, so she's beautiful in a very weird way, but also, holy fucking shit, how charismatic can you, how much charisma can you pack into a single person that, like, the first thing they shot was her walking into the nightclub. In like that shot where she walks into the balcony, that was the first moment she was like, "Yeah, it was like I walked in and there were just like a hundred extras and they all looked up at me and it was just like, it felt weird. Like, and you hear her talking; she's very down to earth, but it's just like, you can't look anywhere else. But like, whatever she's doing is just the thing to look at. Hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Damn it! I'm never gonna. Ah, cool. fuck! I guess I'm just gonna lean into it now. Just, um, just switch to fuck yeah. I will say though, something Thanks, that really bothered me, cool. really bothered me in this movie, was when she sang downtown. Really? Yes. You, you didn't like it? Really bothered me. I know it's her voice. Okay. It felt incredibly out of place for the time. They shot two versions of that. Okay. Oh yeah. They shot two versions of that. They shot uh, a slow version, acapella. That's the one that made it into the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they shot a, another version that was much more in line with... The Swing and 60. The, w- w- it was very much like Dusty Springfield's version. Okay. And uh, it was honestly like a game time decision. Like they went back and forth a lot on which version to use. And he was like, just in the end that acapella, the slow acapella version was just too haunting for me to pass up. I can see that. And I was wondering if it was, I feel like it had to have been a choice. It worked with the aesthetic of the movie, if not the aesthetic of the time. Right. And I I think that was, that was where they, it worked for like every single like DC movie trailer. Like if I hear one more like single note piano, I still feel down, like they. Down, bah, <laughs> bah, I feel like bah, they could like have done both, though. Like, just I don't know. I just get angry a little bit when I feel like people have all this money. Like, me too. Somebody could have met with, like, somebody could have coached her to be a little more correct because she's got she's talented oh, like that she, voice was great she has a great voice <clears throat> Absolutely. it just would have been it was just a matter of shaping it a little bit to be more fit with the time and i think you still could have had that that haunting acapella trailer thing that you wanted it just it felt too it felt too like billy eilish to me it just felt too who's billy eilish modern <laughs> i don't know i fucking loved it like i get what you're saying yeah. and i don't care like and, and I was God wondering, damn. like you're right, and I, I don't care about your rightness. I fine. love that scene so. That's much. fine, and I, I just it was it felt so out of place that it felt like a choice. Um, so there's that. It just wasn't for me. <laughs> I didn't know what. But to her do dancing, that. like that that vintage dancing that they had her doing, should look stupid. 
That should look dumb. But it looks great. I have so okay. many stripper friends that I'm positive do it just like that. Where they're just like, and one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. These are my boobs. Tip me. <laughs> like, just fucking, like, let's go. So, I What, her think... dancing? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought the dancing was awesome, though. No, yeah. I'm saying that, like, all of my all of my stripper friends are technically proficient and amazing, but their attitude is also like, let's go. Give me the money. <laughs> like... I think we need to move into last call. Oh! But I actually think I brought up every... Oh, I, I have one. I have one really small go. last you call. Go. You go. You I loved that dress in the beginning. Wasn't that nice? I thought that, that was, was a so great. great. Opening. That was fun. I loved it. Yeah, that's it. That's mm-hmm. my last call. <laughs> Shaggy. I'm glad Doctor Who's dead. Finally. <laughs> Jesus. It's just going to come back as somebody else from what I hear. Oh, God damn it. It's Thomasine. Thomasine comes back as <laughs> Dude, I would watch it if Thomasine McKenzie was like I just I watched that girl read a fucking phone book. She's, She's real good. She's wonderful. She's uh wonderful. one of the things they talked about, yeah, I, this can be I have a couple of things. Uh one of the things Edgar Wright talked about was it was you know, you see so often in movies and especially in TV shows and the like uh where they cast like 29-year-olds as 18-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She was 18 playing 18. Wow. Um, yeah. So, like, first of all, she's fucking great, super intense. Loved her in JoJo Rabbit, loved her in this. She's worked with fucking Taika Waititi and JoJo Edgar Rabbit. Wright. I knew I knew like, her from somewhere. Okay. Apparently, this girl only works with the coolest, nicest guys. <laughs> That's it. Taika Waititi and Matt Smith, and that is it. You know, Edgar Wright, Taika Waititi, and then she's just like, yeah, uh, somebody else needs to call me, who is also awesome. Uh, but yeah, love her. Uh, when she went blonde, like I loved that hair on her, and totally. then it was really she hard looked to like, tell She looked like... Them apart. They both looked like somebody that Roman Polanski would have, no. would have tried Why to groom. Why do you know? Just, no, it's that's true. the look. It's the aesthetic. I mean, that's, like I get that it. Was the time, like, but this like, is his hot that's, take. It's that's not that was part of my hot take. His yeah. hot take is always Roman Polanski. Not always. It's this like, was a, a, a course. I actually correction. Was time I go to fucking thinking. Casa de Liam, it's like who wants a Polanski panini? It's the special every day. I was just thinking earlier. Oh, it's been a while since. Look, it, I, I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I don't like how I said that aw. I was just thinking oh, earlier we today. Talked about Polanski. Right? I was like, it's been a while since we talked about Polanski. Absolutely. Oh, yay. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we are. It's been a number of episodes. And if you count them <laughs> in years, that's about how long Polanski likes them. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, uh, we are we are we are too many episodes in. If these episodes were years, we'd be too old for too Roman many, perhaps. too many. Mm. <laughs> How about a fully grown woman, Roman? Ew! <laughs> I got completely derailed. Uh, Sorry. No, it's okay. It's so you're okay. talking about Thomas D. Uh, McKenzie. Yes, Thomas D. McKenzie. Can't wait to see more from her. She's fantastic. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Can't wait to see more from her. She's fantastic. Uh, what? How do we feel? Because both Shaggy and I watched this together. You weren't there. Oh, thanks. Rub it in. I will. Uh, <sighs> we both kind of flinched when Thomasine McKenzie took her shirt off when she was getting ready for bed. 
Yeah. And we're like, oh. oh, boobs. Like, did we need that shot of her in her bra? Yeah, that's true. Both but, of us were like, so, okay, she seems sort of like an average, like, wayfish, whatever. And then all of a sudden she takes it off. And she's got a nice set. But the thing is, it was very much a shot that was like, look at the nice set. And I was like, oh, I didn't need that. I was good. So, I, and he was like, did we need that? And I was like, wait. Maybe. Let's see where this goes. Like, (laughs) let's see. Is this going to be integral to the rest of the story? Um, It wasn't. It wasn't. But it was also like a half a second. But also, she does come around in her... She she does develop one-sidedly toxic, though it may be, some interest in sex... Like, all the toxicity is, like, up here in her mind and in the past and not on the part of John. Right. Like, no, he's John's the least, amazing. He's the least toxic. John's incredible. But, like, he still has to run out of the house because the cops are being called. Right. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this looks real So, bad. like, I don't know if that was, like, I don't know if that would have seen, seen <sighs> words. I don't know if that would have seemed more out of place there if we didn't get like the 0.25 second boob shot earlier. What? Because yeah. she seems she seems young and wayfish and completely disinterested. Yeah. But I don't know. Is it just like a reminder that it's like, hey, she's not necessarily young, wayfish, and disinterested. Look at like she's tits. at the she's at just in a in a developmental place. She's not a child. Right. Oh, I never took her for a child. I just took her as disinterested. I don't know, because in that first scene, she seems very childlike. Yeah. Like Throughout that the opening whole movie, dance she's scene. She's very childlike. She's very childlike. The opening dance scene, I mean, moving to London. That could have been like her when whole... she was ten dancing around that room. Yeah. I actually, no, no, that's okay. I mean, it did not, I'm struggling a little bit to remember it. That's how much it did not um, register with me. It wasn't like, it wasn't a lingering, leering thing. But I think she turns to the camera, takes her shirt off, there's boobs. And then it quick, like Edgar Wright cuts to her in a nightgown. And I was like, why didn't we just Edgar Wright quick cut to her in the nightgown? But but that's an interesting point to say, like, that... She is because I did view her as a child, so maybe that is kind of important that we see that. Oh no, like remember, she's a woman. Like, I had to, I actually looked it up because I was like, Oh my gosh, how old is Thomasine McKenzie? Like, is she even like that? Makes me feel weird. Why does that make me feel weird? Because you looked at her boobs and they were nice. No, because the boobs didn't make me think that she was ready for sex, the boobs made me think she was sexy but they didn't make me think like being sexy no, and true. being ready for that's sex are two mm-hmm. separate or very separate things um so like she's got boobs she can fuck like that's that's like that's a, i don't like the way edgar, edgar you had one job no it's not that there's like anything wrong with the movie i was just like that kind of took me it took me out of it for a second, and I wanted to talk about if it was necessary. And you feel it was. And I think I think I'm coming down on it being a good choice. Okay. 
That's I where I think I, I'm I at. just yeah I, I got to feel about it. And and you it just it it did not do anything. Like it did not seem out of place. It did like not it seem... wasn't Rose McGowan at the top of the stairs. No. Yeah. No. You're right. It wasn't that. It was Definitely. decidedly not that. Decidedly. It felt. Not. I mean, so clearly, like, so I didn't. It didn't register with me. So clearly, like, it felt natural. Right. And so... Edgar Wright's editing. The only. I guess the reason why it jumped out at me is because Edgar Wright's editing is so crisp. What? Why was that funny? Nothing. I'm not making any jokes about natural. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> God damn. I didn't make the you jokes. You didn't. You specifically did not make the no joke jokes about them about... being natural. No. Uh, okay. You said they seemed natural or they, it seemed natural. It seemed natural. And so did they is the joke that he's making. Oh, good. Good. The joke they that I'm see. not making. <laughs> no. He's specifically not making that not joke. Not making that no, joke. No, but like his okay. his cuts are so quick and and clean and always right when they're supposed to happen. So it was like the shirt comes off, we see her in a bra, then the cut happens. Bang. And it cuts to her in a nightgown. Bang. Which is why I was like, why was that the cut? Was my thought at the time. And so that's just what I kind of wanted to talk out. Hmm. My only other last call is this is another example of a so yet calls. another movie that I'm watching it and I'm like just getting more angry that some of the movies I watched that were nominated for Best yes. Picture were nominated for Best Me Picture. Me too. Yeah, like, I agree. This is so much I'm, I'm going to compile my own 10, and it's just going to be like Inside, French Dispatch, Last Night in Soho, Nightmare Alley. And like, those God, are the only like, four that I've seen that even should have been nominated from last year. From yeah. now on, like literally... I definitely thought that. Licorice so. Pizza is my litmus test. If this movie is better than Licorice Pizza, it should be Best Picture. <laughs> I said that I said that many times when we were watching it. I was like, "Why was Licorice Pizza nominated? This should have been yeah, it." No, I'm on Team Lauren. Why was Don't Look Up nominated? That's true too. Yeah, this should have been nominated. This should have been nominated. Just, Absolutely should have. Oh my god. Yeah, so, I was gonna. I was gonna mention that in my review too. In a just world. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Who's ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm out of last calls. I'm good. I'll go first. Go I'm ahead. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I got to talk to you guys through this because of what I want to do is I want to give it a five. But I don't know because there's got to be something out there that's stopping me from giving it a five. I enjoyed it. You're so hesitant. It was a horror movie. Uh It like I had a I had a fun time watching it. I had I I was interested. It was visually appealing. Uh, It is definitely a horror movie. I, it's the filmmaking is fantastic. It saved a lot of different films from me having to ever have to watch them again because they're problematic because of the the uh, the the Roman woody bits. Uh, <laughs> double entendre. Uh, and then double problematic. D- right, double problematic too. Uh, so yeah, yeah. No, I I this movie's fantastic. Why wouldn't I give this a five? I don't know. Why wouldn't you? The five. All right. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 4.5. No, you son of a bitch. Giving it a 4.5. Because uh, I really did. I loved it. It was uh, a little too clean to be scary to me. Really? Hmm. And I know that that's just like part of what I'm going to get with Edgar Wright is that like sometimes some like 
it's just so perfectly polished. I just, I hate that. No, it's dude, no. I, I'm not done. Okay, I'm not done. It just feels like I'm breaking up with you. Your dick's too big. No, well, and it kind of is. No, but it's like it's, it's just exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> it, it it like even the grimy parts felt clean. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I like, know what you mean. You're showing me grime, and it feels like very clean grime. Yeah, like when they start breaking through the wood, it's like, okay. And it's fine. It's great. Like, it's great. And that is nitpicky as hell. Uh, but it's... So that and the fact that, like, I really thought it was hilarious when he hands her the phone. Because... <laughs> hey, and I was just like, that's a little... That's that's kind of funny. 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 That's that's more funny. I think it. I don't think it was meant to be be. funny. Wasn't supposed to be. But like that's kind of funny. Uh, So that was. Those are the reasons why I got a. I got a ding it for like point five. Okay. But it's a really great movie, and I think everybody should watch it. I think I'm also gonna give it a five. Let's go. Um, I really do. I think it. Team Here's laggy. the thing. Here's the thing. This I is mean, an interesting like, reason, though. Team Shorin. Laggy. Shorin. Shorin. Shorin sounds better. All right. But Laggy's more fun. Laggy. All right. You um, guys do clap sync after me when we have to do the clap sync. Oh, we, we are a little laggy. Um, okay, so here, this is an interesting reason to give it a five, though, because I don't necessarily think it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no, okay. the hills have eyes. It's But... But it makes your hot take mm-hmm. makes me so fucking excited <laughs> that I feel like that outweighs any any downtown totally. issue. Totally. Like, so I just feel like I have to I have to give this movie a five because thank you, Edgar Wright, for uh for doing the Lord's work here. Um, doing the Lord's work. <laughs> saving so, movies from saving, terrible people. Saving movies. And uh, thank you so much for for offering some really good movies that we can watch from a non-problematic director. So don't fuck it up, please. Thank you. Um, because I will come back. <laughs> and shit right in your mouth, Edgar. <laughs> I will come back and, and adjust my numbers. If I find out, adjust my numbers is Lauren's for shit in your mouth. I will fuck you up. Um, so no stars. <laughs> I will come back in and I will edit the shit out. Um, and so, but no, I just I really do think that that you know that makes up for any any issues which were minimal to begin with. Um, yeah, I was going back and forth between a 4.75 and a 5 anyway. So I'm just going to come in and do a 5 because... Do a 5. Yay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, two fists of 5 from Laggy. Two fists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, do we need to do we need to roll it? 345. 345. Late December back in 63. What, a- what is coherence? Coherence? Coherence. Coherence? Coherence. Not, not I've coherence. Not, I've not heard of this. No, I added it. It must have been on a list. <laughs> Juice. You don't sound excited. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> anything about it. Anyway. Oh, I added it. I don't know what it is. I don't know about it. I don't know, guys. Found it on a list. Are you social media bitches? Follow us on Facebook. Yes. Follow us. Follow us on the. So, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in yet again. <laughs> 
do as as uh, Shaggy says, and go ahead and follow us on the Facebook. Obey my dog. If you if you are on a podcatcher of your choice that allows you to rate and review, like Apple Podcasts or the like, uh, give us a rating, give us a review, five star review rating thingy yes, with please. the with the words that are nice and the stars that are plentiful. Uh, so that uh, we can help grow the show. You can yeah. also send us hate mail. We haven't gotten yes, any hate we mail haven't in gotten a while. Any hate mail directed so at me? That I mean, frightpub so at gmail Call us at frightpub at frightpub dot frightpub. No, but seriously, if you no. want to send us hate mail, frightpub at gmail Yeah, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> Why you suck so bad? <laughs> so yeah, but thanks so much, guys, uh, and. Join us next time when we talk about another one of Lauren's movies that she doesn't remember adding. I don't remember adding. I'll have to figure that out. And until then... Please podcast responsibly. Last night and Friday! Stay Friday! It's your last night!